This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. The Melbourne Racing Panel. Into the pointy end of the Melbourne form panel, the three group ones on Blue Diamond Day. The first of them, the Blue Diamond, Sandown on the lakeside circuit. The group one for the two-year-olds, over 1,200 metres. Scratchings are numbers 14 and 18. And this market's been up for a while with the all-in and, and now the final field. Jamie, how's it shaping at the moment? Yeah, I have found this race fascinating, Warren, in terms of where the money's going, because I think it's a really even edition of the Blue Diamond, and there's just two horses that are so dominant since the market first went up on Tuesday, where we had Barbara and Steel City, the equal $5 favourites, and since then they've just been battling favouritism with Barbara currently holding that at $4.40. But between Barbara and Steel City, they're holding close to the exact same amount, but they're holding five times more than any other horse in this race. So I've just found it... It's so interesting, just the one-way traffic towards those two. Some of the other horses that are seeing some support, so the three, Zolfika, it's $26, is the horse at odds that's having a bit of interest. The five, Brave Halo, at $9. The six, The Instructor, at 11 The seven, VC, at $21. The eight, Don Corleone, at 11 The nine, Exploring, at 13 Party for two at $23 just had a tiny bit of a dabble. And then the 12 there, Steel City at $4.60. So between just Steel City and Barba, um, Warren, they're just the one-way traffic towards those two. Any idea how they might run along here with perhaps position in running and barriers crucial at the 1,200 mark? Probably the instructor ends up leading, Warren. You think it burrows out from gate six and crosses them and leads. But inside out, you've got party for two, down in one will hold its spot. Extreme threats pretty quick in two. Then uh, the Godolphin charge. Barber from the middle and exploring and Zolfakar from out wider go forward. So there should be a little charge early to find their spots, but I would think the instructor ends up leading. Yeah, it's a wide open race. I'm going to tip number seven, VC. Just banking on... I thought the debut win was terrific. And then last time, just banking on the wet track pulling it up and back in distance. It, it draws... Out wide, they're outside exploring. I hope it could just roll across, find a spot midfield somewhere in the train and just land in at the right time here to beat number one, Barber, who was a good win first up. It's done nothing wrong. He can do no more than win. Eight, Don Corleone. Terrific debut win. Didn't fire last time, just back in the stable to get it right on the big day. And 12, Steel City, who brings great form lines, gets the blinkers on. I just want to see it run a strong 1,200 and I want to see it savage the line. So a wide-open race, I'll be going wider than that in the quaddy. I'll go 7, 1, 8 and 12. How are you blending these form lines together, Gator? Yeah, look, I'm going to tip Steel City. I think um, I think Mark's reservation's fair enough. You know, she's loomed to win twice and hasn't got past them. Um, turns out the two she hasn't been able to run past are probably the top two slipper hopes in Red Resistance. You know, she got the third horse um, and Red Resistance won again. And then learning to fly... She got the third horse, winner one again. Uh, I like the blinkers going on. I think that's going to be the key uh, to see her uh, win the Blue Diamond. Don Corleone's debut was outstanding, way, way below that last time. I've heard of regression from a first-up run, but that was ridiculous. Not sure what happened. Look, I know he was a bit tardy, raced inside horses, but I really couldn't find a genuine excuse except that he was, uh, you know, career start number two. It's flattened, plenty of good ones. In the past, Brave Halo, best run in the race in the prelude, in my humble. I think he beats all of them. And VC, yeah, I agree with Mark. I think the dry track debut win was uh, fabulous and then didn't let down anywhere near as well on the soft ground. So it's, I think it's a good value play. Um, 
yeah, no eight ends there again, but 12, 8, 5 and 7. Terrific edition of the, the Blue Diamond and very competitive of the boys of Outline. 12, 8, 5 and 7. David Gately's numbers. Mark Hunter with 7, 1, 8 and 12. Love the professionalism of number one, Barber. He's just a, a real racehorse and he did look like he had some improvement in him from the yard looking to that prelude performance where he was able to win and James Cummings outlining as much. So I think he'll train on and be hard to beat. One ahead of 12, Steel City, who comes through those strong form lines in Sydney, gets the blinkers and the tongue tie on with Blake Shin aboard from a reasonable draw. Four little bros was chasing well. Behind Barber last start, he gets the wickers on here. The 7VC back onto firmer ground, certainly there to improve. But you could mount cases for little bros, Don Corleone, even exploring. She's been doing nothing wrong and making her own luck. 1, 12, 4 and 7 for me in a terrific blue diamond. We go to the Futurity, over 1,400 metres at Group 1. Wait for age, take out numbers 4 and 7. How's the market look here, Jamie? So there's nine cents worth of deductions, Warren, for those two scratchings. But either way, the, the prices are still very much regarding the support that's coming through. So between I'm Thunderstruck and Alligator Blood, another race where there's been two horses battling for favouritism. And right now they're equal favourites at $3. And that's because when I was just having a look at the money, they are literally 50-50. Alligator Blood has been seeing a lot of the bigger bets coming through, but I'm Thunderstruck has just had a lot more of the smaller bets. Uh, Mr. Brightside, the three at $4.80, is also had a bit of interest, but is holding three times less than what we've taken on I'm Thunderstruck and Alligator Blood. This morning, a little bit's been coming through for the eight nugget at $6, but still very significantly less than those top two in the market. Not sure if you're listening to a chat earlier with Adrian Bott, Gator, but there's not likely to be a, a real conservative approach with Alligator Blood first up. That's his racing style, as, as Adrian said, and almost back the stable to, to have him ready to go first up. So similar tactics expected from Alligator Blood riding the speed. How do you read the tempo? Yeah, I don't think uh, we need to be uh, Dean Lester here, do we? Um, yeah, he looks the lead. I think Mr Brightside goes forward. He led, he bolted in a fee and second up last time in. Nugget posse's up. I'm thunderstruck they've made... Um, Similar notification in that they want to be closer uh, from the good draw. Look, he's been at a posse up at 2,000 and run well. Whether or not he can posse up at 1,400 and, and still finish off remains to be seen. He seems reasonably versatile, doesn't he? Look, I've sort of chickened out a bit. I've come back to I'm thunderstruck. Um, you know, I was strongly thinking Aegon was a silly price. But, uh, look, he only had one on top and thunderstruck did loom to win first up. He looked to peak late. The sectionals backed that up. He was sixth fastest last 200 in that race, which is not like him. There are only 10 runners. Uh, he was a great chase and win. Second up last time in beating, of course, Alligator Blood. Well, that was 1,600, and here he is staying at 1,400. So there are some little queries still. Aegon was a half-length off. Thunderstruck first up. He made his run in the slower part of the track. He had to weave through. He was the best closer at Wait for Age in the spring in a similar race. It tells me he measures up. You know, he's near 20 to 1. I think it's a bit silly. Alligator Blood will give you a great sight. And uh, Mr. Brightside Nugget, they never run poorly. Um, they just don't uh, really quite win at this level. But um, I wouldn't talk you out of them either. One five two three. How are you seeing the, the Group 1 futurity, mate? Good tip, Mr. Brightside. Warren, I thought it was fantastic first up. Coming from behind on Thunderstruck, it was a better run than that horse. Really closed off. You would imagine it either goes forward, sits outside Alligator Blood, or maybe even on the back of Iron Thunderstruck. If, I know Mick Price has always been really keen for that horse to be going forward. So wherever Mr Brightside ends up, 
Uh, I just hope it's fit enough and strong enough to sit outside Alligator Blood and win. I thought it was great first up. We'll be fitted to beat one on Thunderstruck. Pretty plain first up. Had a run, moved up to win. Didn't finish off, but it's going to be a lot, lot fitter for that and can certainly close the gap. Two Alligator Blood. May well need the run, but gee, it's a good horse. Going to get a soft lead, give a great start. And Eight Nugget gets a lovely run just behind the speed. You would think the good horses up the top have got more fitness improvement and can beat at home. Goes three, one, two, and eight. Terrific group one, the Futurity. Mark Hunter's numbers three, one, two, and eight. David Gately, one, five, two, and three. I'm hoping that that long planned tactic of being able to get on Thunderstruck into a more forward spot over these shorter trips can can work. And the race should set up okay for him. So one for me, at a three, Mr. Brightside, he was terrific in the same race first up. Alligator Blood is first up. He's got the synthetic hoof filler off. That's a positive sign. He'll roll along on the speed, make his own luck. And Nugget was terrific in the, the race that ties a bit of this form together, making that rising grade in the all. One, three, two and eight. For me, Roscoe's after a recap of Mark Hunter's numbers in race two. Roscoe, they were three, eight, seven and ten in the second race for Mark Hunter. We get to the last, the last of the group ones, the Oakley Plate over the 1,100 metres out of the shoot start. They go an extra 80 metres to the winning post from the traditional winning post here. And Jamie, out of the Oakley Plate, we scratch number two, Lombardo, and the bottom three emergencies, 18, 19 and 20. And we have a very open race here, Warren, in the last. So it's $6.50 the field, and the support is not coming through for the favourite. It's actually going pretty wide. So one of those, the one, Rockin' Horse, when we first went up on this market, she was $41, and is one of the better-backed runners in this race. She's now come into $21. The three, Mask Crusader, is another one at odds that's been popular at $21. Some of the other horses that have seen some support is the eight, Uncommon James, at $8.50. The nine is the favourite, as at $6.50, but it's pretty friendless in the betting at this stage. The 10 Lofty Strike is one of the better-backed runners in this race, and the support is just continuing to roll through. But the best-backed runner is the 11, Chain of Lightning, at $8.50. We took a $10,000 bet on her yesterday, and the 13 IME at $7 is also seeing a lot of support. So it's going pretty wide and all over the place in this last race, Warren. And good speed, as you would expect, Jamie, in an Oakley Plate, IME... Zoo style, Asfura, the astrologist, not far away. And they're not the only horses with a degree of speed here. So it'll be run fast, as you would expect, for a Group 1 sprint, the, the Oakley Plate. And, gee, I'm putting six in this leg of the quaddy. I think it's a very wide way to, to finish, but a terrific race. And I thought number 10, Lofty Strike, would appreciate that solid tempo up front. Gets in with the 53 kilos, three-year-olds taking on the, the older horses. Certainly not a problem, and not a problem for, for Lofty Strike. At all, he's competed well, won against the older horses, and he's down in the weights. Ten for me on an each-way basis. Eleven chain of lightning. If she can just get clear at the right time, as Peter Moody said earlier, a bit of a rinse repeat of what happened last time. Just need to get that clear galloping room. If she does, then I think she can be right in the finish. Five King of Sparta just maps to get a good run behind what looks like a reasonable speed to me. He could be there fighting out the finish. 16, Zapateo. She's trialled up well. Not hard to mount a case that she was unlucky behind Asfura when they last clashed at Flemington. Asfura certainly got a chance, but I thought Zapateo would appreciate that solid tempo and, and be strong late. 10, 11, 5 and 16 for me, the Oakley Plate. Mark, how are you reading it? Well, Chain of Lightning and Zapateo. Warren, I think Chain of Lightning probably should have won first up, if not gone very close. I like where it's drawn, I think, can park behind that good speed. Surely the gaps will come here with the speed on. 
And I think Chain of Lightning is a great each way bet to beat 16 Zapoteo, who, as you mentioned, probably should have beaten Aspura there down the straight last time. Just got completely lost, gave a huge start and roared home. Parks to the midfield here in that grouping line. I think 10 Bosky Strike will be a lot fitter for that first up win. He's got a great hope. And 8 Uncommon James, again, just fitter for that first up run, just run down late, gets into the three wide train and blends in at the right time. I like 11 from 16. 11, 16, 10, and 8. How are you bringing us home, Gator? Yeah, look, I'd say uh, back your own judgment is the theme, but um, yeah, I think Zapata's a silly price, given A, she's got a real touch of class. Her first trial uh, was brilliant. Second one was more workmanlike, but still solid. Um, her first up win last time in was sensational. She then sailed straight by Chain of Lightning. And uh, I think she was a good thing licked as well at Flemington behind Asfora. Whether or not Asfora was tail end of prep, um, well, it's realistic to think that's possible. But I can only take the uh, the runs at face value. I think she's the one that's a silly price. And Common James did a really good job first up, three wide on a strong speed. He still accelerated nicely, just run down late. Uh, turns out by a really good one in uh, un, uh, Lofty Strike. I think with a softer run here and a relative weight swing, uh, maybe he could turn the tables on that gun three-year-old. Uh, yep, another three-year-old won the Lightning last week in Coolangatta. They keep measuring up, and his last 200 to win the Rubiton was the clear fastest of the day, 11-16. He went just like his trial. It was an outstanding win. And Chain of Lighting, you can certainly argue, as Mark has, that um, she would have won that race with even luck, um, and uh, she must have a case as well. Certainly as for a King of Sparta star patrol, all in the court. He still might have missed it. 16, 8, 10 and 11. 16, 8, 10 and 11 in a wide Oakley plate for David Gately. Mark Hunter with numbers 11, 16, 10 and 8. My numbers in the last are 10, 11, 5 and 16. Jamie, what have been the best back runners around the country this morning? So, Warren, the best-backed runner in the entire country is coming out of Brandwick, and that is race eight, number one, Animo. He's now very short into $1.65, but to put it into perspective, he's holding more than double the next best in the country, which is coming from Sandown, race one, number six, right you are at $1.70. Some of the other horses that are seeing some support at Randwick is race two, number four, Mojo Magic, and race six, number one, Skirt the Law, currently at $2.50. On what's been a big weekend for you already, Jamie, and a special weekend. If those weren't listening earlier, it's your birthday today. What are you playing today? <laughs> so, well, my best bet, I feel, is absolutely now just crunched in. When I was doing my form, it was $2.30, and that was race one, number six, right you are, but he's now coming to $1.70. But then I'm going to do an each-way play Warren with race three, number seven, Forbidden City. I just thought she was over the odds in a small field and she's been racing really well this prep. And race seven, number four, Little Bros in the Blue Diamond. I just think, again, a horse that's good value for an open race. Best of luck today, Jamie. Thanks for all your help. Great work this morning and enjoy your your special day. Thank you, Warren, and I hope you spoil Leanne today. I'll do my best. I'll go to the races (laughs) and get out of her way. That's a good way of spoiling (laughs) Yes, we'll late enjoy scr- Late scratching coming through at Sandown to in the, the fifth race. Race five, number 10, Bavicia has been taken out on veterinary advice from the Tony McAvoy stable. So one scratching to add to the scratchings at Sandown today. Race five, number 10, Bavicia coming out as a late scratching.